0: Where's Meg? <laughs> it's kind of like, where's Waldo?
1: You know, I used to stink at those things. For those that really? don't remember, those were giant puzzles with all kinds of squiggly lines, just very crowded scenes, and you had to find Waldo, the guy oh, who wore the really red and white hat. Oh, I was really good at it.
0: I always, I always caught up to that guy. He couldn't hide from me. I don't know. There's just something about... Even just... Uh, do you remember? Do you remember that Kids Magazine... Highlights. I don't even know if it still exists. It used to be like in the dentist office or. Yeah. Highlights was kind that?
1: of a ripoff. They kind of sold them through your schools. Remember that if you were in like the school reading club, you oh, maybe. brought in your 4 or $5 for highlights. And yes, the magazines were so bad, they eventually found their way into the dentist office waiting room.
0: <laughs> oh, is that how that works?
1: That's exactly <gasps> how that works.
0: I just remember there were you know, like just things hidden in picture. I just, I, I don't know. I always liked it was, it was always kind of a challenge. I liked anything that would sort of occupy my mind, especially, I mean, waiting in the dentist's office or even a doctor's appointment or something. Maybe there was something calming or, or comforting about that kind of, I don't know, that sort of thing. But yeah, Waldo loved that. And I don't think that that was the thing when we were kids. I think it was when my kids were young and I probably enjoyed them more than my boys did. But I didn't care. I was like, ah, oh, sit sit next to me or sit on my lap and we're looking for Waldo. Don't quit your wiggling around. We'll, uh, we'll We'll get to the fun stuff. We'll get to playing when you chill out for a little bit.
1: Right. Never mind. Don't worry about the drill. Here, read highlights.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and I didn't have, I, I don't, I have very, I am blessed, I guess, with uh very few fillings. I never had very many cavities. I didn't have any cavities as a kid. It was only when I was an adult that I have had, I don't know, maybe three or four of them total, but I'm I'm very fortunate that I had, um, well, I and I guess it must be hereditary, but anyway, or or uh, it, and also, I should say my parents were very committed to ensuring that I had good dental hygiene when I was growing up. So on a completely separate note, has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. Wanted to ask your opinion, Chris, of this, uh, this Republican uh, that is uh, running to replace George Santos. And, and I know there's a special election today. Uh, there's a woman, and I don't even know how to print it, Mazzi, Mazi, M-A-Z-I, that's her first name. Um, she's a Jewish Ethiopian-born immigrant and mother of seven, and she's still hopeful that sh- uh, she can keep the New York's third congressional district Republican. And this is a special election today, and she she would be the. And this I don't think that this should matter as much. Obviously, it's it's uh, something of distinction, but uh, she would be the second Black Republican. Congresswoman uh, in the House. so You know,
1: uh, she was on one of the syndicated talk shows yesterday. She was on either with Hannity or Bongino.
0: Did, she, did you like
1: her? Um, I loved her. Oh, um, right. Because she's got all the talking points. She's engaging. And if you think, well, um, the Republican Party, you know, that's how we're painted. Oh, it's all old white men, uh, all, 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 you know, uh, uh, Southern good old boys. Well, <laughs> no, uh, she's a little different. And you know what? Shame on George Santos because... Look, uh, who who knows? The red wave was just a red trickle, and Republicans have only a two-vote majority now in the House. If they lose this seat, it's down to just one vote. So, I mean, if you know there are things about you that, gee, if the public finds out everything about me, like uh, all the bank account fraud when I was working in Brazil or, or all the fake brokerage trades that I worked on behalf of my donors or getting my donors' credit card numbers and spending them on other things, that you ought not to run. Shame on you. Sh- shame on George Santos for asking volunteers and the party to do all that work for him when he knew he's a creep at a con artist. He's a shyster. So, I mean, I, I, how could you say, gee, if someone takes a closer look at me... I stink to high heaven. So now we have to have this special election. And you know what? It's snowing in New York. There's a nor'easter. School oh. is canceled on Long Island. Is so that so? voter turnout is going to be super low. It's already low for a special election. Special elections always turn on who can get their people to the polls because it's not a regular election day. So this is who wants it more. And, and I wish her well.
0: Well, so here's my question for you. Do you think that... Inclement weather helps or hurts Republicans?
1: Um, I think it helps Republicans on Long Island for a rare reason. Because Republicans, again, tend to be the upper classes. Republicans, on average, have more money than Democrats. If someone tells you uh, it's snowing out and you got to take the bus to get to your polling station, it's probably saying, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe later, Right, it's blowing. And someone says, well, you can dust off your car and drive to your polling station, like Republicans tend to do, um, yeah, I, I think the weather probably favors the Republican candidate.
0: Okay, so here's my next question for you. So... Uh, there was a town hall that uh, she appeared at with her Democrat uh, opponent. Uh, he is uh, Tom, gosh, why do they have to have these difficult names? Suozzi, maybe? That's how you pronounce it? Anyway, Just from hearing her on the radio, I bet she
1: kicks butt in a candidate's forum. Well, well good,
0: and and I hope so. But here's, here's an interesting thing, and I guess maybe this is a sign of the times, or maybe this is... Uh, this is more representative of constituents in New York, in the 3rd Congressional District. But she stated at the town hall, I think when it comes to abortion, every woman should have that choice to make that decision. I chose to be a mother of seven children. That was my choice. I'm not going to force my own beliefs on any woman. Therefore, I'm not going to support a national abortion ban. I'm not going to risk women's rights. And I think,
1: I don't know. She I guess and I disagree, obviously.
0: Well, and I think that that says that that actually says a lot about states. She she'd prefer it, it remain at the state level, and I think, um, you know, I don't. I, frankly, I don't know what how Democrats are responding to the recent, well, the somewhat recent decision by the United States Supreme Court on abortion. If indeed, um, it it should remain a state's right. Um, I, that's my belief. I guess I also and I, you and I may di- differ on this on this topic, Chris, but I guess what I am concerned about and what I find problematic is that if we do not. Put something up to the voters. We're going to continue to lose on this issue, and I don't know if you agree with that or not. But I'd be curious to hear what you have to say about
1: that. Look, the number of abortions that I would like in our entire country is zero. Zero. I know, I know that that's not practical, Mm -hmm. and it's a matter of life and death, literally for for an unborn child. So it's a difficult issue for me. but no, am I willing to sacrifice political power here? No, like I'm I'm in favor of exceptions for rape and incest. I I don't think you should make, say, a sixteen-year-old girl who is raped have to carry her rapist baby to term. I, I, I think that I if she does, if she has that strength and courage, that's a strength and courage that I, I admire beyond words. Mm-hmm. But I would not force her to do that. So I am in favor of some reasonable exceptions
0: all right well and i would concur with that and i think that that is reflective of the majority of voters and i i wonder and i guess i ask this question obviously out loud is is that will the legislature decide that it's time to put uh, put it to the people in wisconsin put it to a vote i mean there are other referendums why not why not this one that allows people to make that decision once and for all. and 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 frankly, even if abortion is legal in this state and in others, you know, and and honestly if if a woman cannot get an abortion here in Wisconsin, She's going to go to Minnesota or Illinois or Michigan anyway. I mean, that's just how far sort of those the other states
1: go. Planned Parenthood in Minnesota. They bought a Winnebago. They, they'll park it in a rest area just over the state line. Oh,
0: good Lord. I didn't know about that. But well, anyway, I guess what I am getting at is that if we do not put it to the people um. Aren't we just putting it to the people every single election? And Democrats use this issue to to beat us, and so eventually they will get their way and overturn the overturn the 1849 abortion law in Wisconsin once and for all, and we will become more like Minnesota, which uh, now allows abortion all the way up until. The moment of birth. I don't want us to become like Minnesota, and I trust that Wisconsin voters don't either. And I trust that Wisconsin voters will come up with some reasonable restrictions, um, but also taking into uh, taking into to heart. I guess that there will be exceptions, and even if abortion is legal at in some in, in some cases here in Wisconsin, that doesn't mean that women have to choose abortion. It means that we have to do a better job at winning over the hearts and minds of people to change their attitude about life. We'll be right back on the WSAU Wisconsin Morning News.